into Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network every single day if it's a big deal to that there BBN Big Blue Nation. It's a big deal to us. And by us, uh, I mean J. Kyle Mann, which is my name, and I run a website called The Dime Drop. More to come on that shortly, but I'm also joined per usual by Kyle Tucker of The Athletic. Yeah, so every single day, you know, uh, if it's a big deal to you guys, it's a big deal to us, and we're going to talk about it because that is just what we don't have anything else to do, so we might as well, right? So, uh, <laughs> yes, exactly. What are you up to there, Tuck Everblasting? What are you doing? Oh, me? What am I doing right now? Who else would uh, I be talking to? <laughs> I just uh, finished watching a couple episodes of... Uh, what's it called the politician on netflix but yeah about a high school uh race for student body president it's pretty awesome actually it's really uh, well done. Uh, oh god fell shut asleep up. just now it's, it's, a really good show. <laughs> it's a really good show i pride myself on giving people good uh good watching recommendations you and everybody else have you ever noticed that uh sorry that was another I'm trying not, not to be me- too mean to you. Yeah, okay. You never notice. Snore, uh, you dismiss no- me. You ever notice when you go out to eat with like another couple around your age, there is just, there's always the moment during every meal where you have to talk about what shows you're watching. It's just the times books we you're live. Reading, depending, depending on like what kind of friends you're with. Yeah, it's, uh, you have, you absolutely have to be reading this book. Yeah. You absolutely must be watching this show. And I've been that person before. I like Brett Dawson, I know is always listening and, uh, cause he's our buddy and he likes to support our, 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 uh, work here. Um, and God help him. And, yeah. and it's a really, it's a great way to burn through your morning. I think listening to us, uh, I, I definitely like shamed him about not being more into breaking bad, uh, and, and just like really tried to browbeat him into loving breaking bad. Um, and I don't think he ever. I don't know that he ever got on board. Maybe Idiot. stalled out. Maybe on like the second season. I can't remember how far he got into it. But Gosh. that's one. That, that's that's one that I have a hard time with. Like I don't. I don't really condone the TV show shaming. But oh, I, me I don't. I don't know a lot of people that don't like Breaking Bad. Um, but I am guilty of that because I'm like, come on, you gotta love it. It's so good. Yeah, we live in a time too where it's just like you can't. I don't know. People people are just going to overwhelm you with pressure to like something that uh I don't know. It's 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 a hard time to just come to things on your own because you're just going to get pressured and pressured and pressured. But anyway, you know, today we're going to talk about uh we're going to talk about Media Day for Kentucky basketball, a nice little respite from the misery and and confusion of football. We'll take a little day off from that. And then uh we're also going to talk about Uh, The big news that's come out of California, the legislation uh, that involves, uh, you know, it's going to affect amateurism at large. And then we're going to finish up talking a little bit about Shea Gilgis Alexander, my beloved son. Uh, So media day is tomorrow. You've been prepping today as most people are listening tuesday correct correct yes you've been pre- you've been prepping all night for that getting getting all ramped up for it uh what what's a typical i mean run us through what 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 your expectations <laughs> what? are for media day like for people that haven't been i mean uh what what's it like going down there on the floor is it different than has social media affected media day like uh, uh I don't, well yeah i mean it's affected every sort of media gathering uh, Media Day is interesting because it's not, it's like, 
it's not sort of the core group of people that cover Kentucky basketball all the time. It's like that group at times five. It's every kind of outlet, blog, tiny newspaper, tiny TV station, tiny radio state, like anything. It's every human being that wants to come be, I think, at media day. So the room that they have it in is just so, you know, it's the annual thing. People will tweet out the pictures of it and new people are crazy and it is crazy. Like, uh, it, it will be like from the front row, right in front of Calipari to the back of the room, standing room only of people in there. Uh, only probably, 10 of which will ask a question <laughs> over the course, of, the course of the thing, but every uh, everyone will be there. Uh, it'll be also, pre- it's very, it's performance. It's a performance for Calipari at this point. That's what so I was going to say. Yeah. Very performative. Uh, the most interesting thing that's happened in the last few years since I've been going is when uh, Jerry Tipton was trying to ask Calipari two years ago, I think, uh, trying to ask him questions that he didn't, I think it might've been about the Nike stuff and all, or the FB, not Nike, but the FBI investigation and all that stuff that had come out. I believe it was about that. It was something that he didn't particularly want to talk about. Um, and Jerry kept pushing and, and, uh, Cal was deflecting and (laughs) Jerry cut him off and said, Hey, this is not coach day. This is media day. (laughs) Uh, which was which is was a pretty all-time interaction and cal i think actually laughed at that i mean what are you gonna say that's pretty good it's an all-timer yeah but there's there's like i don't know uh, the nice thing for me in this new role is not feeling uh, for instance i used to sit there with like three different files already created for stories stories quote unquote that were really just like info dumps you Mm -hmm. know if cal perry said anything of interest at all plug it in there and add a picture and hit send, or I would do a, have to do a running live blog of every word that he said. And frankly, not a whole lot of it is all that interesting or new if you've been paying attention at all to these guys. So that part of it is, I mean, I enjoy it. Like I'll enjoy sitting there and watching the performance, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and participating in it to some level, uh, the Calipari portion. But the, the interesting part of media day is, is getting a chance to, um, get to know these guys a little bit more. Um, you know, they're, every single player will be out there. Um, it'll be a madhouse because there are so many people there. But with every player there, you know, you can sort of work the room in a way that you, you get at least not in a herd with players if you're willing to be patient. You know, everybody will rush to the same two or three people at the beginning. Um, and just kind of make your way around the room and ask a bunch of different things. You can ask anything, really. Um, some people make it silly and like almost like Super Bowl media day, where where people try to like, you know, get their fifteen seconds of fame by asking the goofiest thing that gets a viral video or whatever. Um, but it's also a chance to just kind of survey, survey the group, find you know, find out what they're thinking, or if you want to just like camp out with one guy and dig in with him, you can do that. So I like that. I like sort of just the big open room with all the players available for a good chunk of time. Getting to know these guys, this is where they'll begin to sort of um, show us their personalities, or show the fan base anyway their personalities. If you've covered them, you know you may know a little bit covering them from high school or the guys that are coming back. But for a lot of them, it'll be their chance to start showing who they are. So in that regard, I wanted to know to you as somebody that's been following the program forever and ever, um, specific to the Cal Perry era, who who have been like the most fun personalities to you that Cal has had here. Oh man. 
<laughs> oh gosh, oh, just in the Cal era. I mean, yeah, limited De to that. Demarcus is, I think, towards the top for the for the whole for the whole Cal era. I would say, um, you know, once once uh, Josh Harrelson got going, he was a pretty funny guy. Uh, let's see, just running through. Nerlens was actually pretty funny when he was at Kentucky. Yeah. Um, oh goodness! And then uh, you know, I thought Quaddy was pretty hilarious. His first year, he was a very funny kid. Yes, yeah, his personality. Uh, I, I always really enjoyed. Uh, on that uh, Facebook show that they did that ultimately nobody watched the last like two or three episodes because they lost. <laughs> but but uh, right. that episode where he nobody would wear the Santa costume and Quaddy was like, I'll wear the Santa costume. Right. Like, no hesitation. I just love that kid. <laughs> well, uh, he, uh, he had the great moment in the locker room. Uh, uh, I, guess they, I, I guess they won... Was it in was it in Boise to get to Atlanta for the second weekend of the NCAA tournament his freshman year? Yeah, is that right? That's right. So, so we're in Boise, and somebody asked him. He's sitting at his locker after they win the second round game against, uh, I guess, Buffalo. Uh, you know, you guys are headed to Atlanta. You know what they call Atlanta? Kentucky fans call Atlanta, right? And he's like, "Yeah," really confidently. Like, "Yeah, man, Cat City." <laughs> 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 so so great funny I mean, kid that was that was fantastic like he had this very like self-satisfied look on his face like yeah of course i do cat city uh isaiah briscoe was funny when he was in a good mood he was just sort of a uh, he was funny by not really being funny he was funny by being kind of an a-hole um, <laughs> and like 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 people a lot of people were like how do you like that like and and i kind of did like i kind of I don't know. My life wasn't dependent on him giving me a great quote. And I just like found it really funny when he'd be surly or when he would like, I mean, he really made you work. Like if you asked a really terrible question, he was going to give you a terrible answer or like call you out. Um, and then it got to the point where he was like so surly that even no matter what you asked him, he was probably going to give you a bad answer. Yeah. Um, but I think, I think TJ Beisner's claim to fame, maybe it got him the job at Kentucky. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Doing what he's doing is he started doing the like, I think it was like one question with Isaiah Briscoe. It was like, we'll ask you one thing, and if you give us a good answer, we'll leave you alone. Mm -hmm. uh, and they would ask him these really weird, just really bizarre things. They'd look up like, I'm sure, I guess like Wikipedia facts or something, I don't know. Uh, but they would ask him these absurd uh, one question things and they always got they actually they were the only people who got anything interesting out of Quade but I mean out of uh, uh, Briscoe, Briscoe. Yeah. You, you've left off to me you've left off to well, me well Willie best, yes I would yeah. say the best the best personality of maybe ever <laughs> yeah <laughs> but certainly of the Calipari era Willie Cauley Stein newsworthy who, today way, yeah 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 a real bummer for him uh, I was out in Vegas and uh, talked to him this summer and he was really excited about like a new lease on life, leaving the, the, um, the wayward Sacramento Kings, which he started his career with, uh, and getting a chance to go be with the, uh, the warriors. And, uh, he, I guess he showed up to media day in a walking boot and on crutches. And they said he's, was, uh, tweaked his, uh, foot, foot, mid foot sprain in a pickup game and is told by the doctors to stay off it for the entire month of October. So that really, is not great news for Willie, not a great no. start. Not great for the Warriors who've been sort of uh, uh, waylaid by free agency and injuries already. 
All right, Kyle, man, let's find out if you care about the athletes or you're just uh, another uh, member of the patriarchy. You could have you could have handled that with a little bit more energy, I think. I would say if if you were like skating yeah, a half yeah. if you were skating like a half pipe just now, you would have just like just, just aimlessly half, like halfway, a, got halfway up and rolled back down. I just imagine like a Bernie from Weekend at Bernie's just walking up to the edge and just falling. That's the energy that you used on that intro. That's what that was, uh, and then you just fall face first. Anyway, so go, uh, go ahead. Gotta, speaking of which, I've weekends at Weekend at Bernie's. I got to share some photos with you at some point of the last time we were home and my father-in-law fell asleep with his sunglasses on with his oh, mouth hanging yeah. open, like slumped over in a chair and we all took photos like with him. And it like occurred <laughs> to me at one point, like what if he's dead? Oh. And, uh, uh, <laughs> what is happening right now? <laughs> I mean, he wasn't, but, but this happened. My, my, the, the, the follow-up on that is my wife was like, Oh my gosh, did you see this story? I don't know. Some viral thing. Uh, like I guess some guy did like drop dead or uh, yeah at work people his coworkers thought he had fallen asleep on the job and so they all gathered around him and took silly pictures and it turned oh. out he had just died at work. Oh my god, <laughs> it's horrible. Well, it's the way horrible. you the way you led into that too was uh, you were like, oh man, we're speaking of weekend at Bernie's, I have some pictures to show you. I was like, what? <laughs> no, what? I'm good, uh, thanks. Uh, uh, I don't want to know what you're. Dark web activity, Kyle Tucker. <laughs> so uh, California is, uh, you know, picking back up on what you were saying, California, <laughs> Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, uh, signed some legislation. Yes, yeah. he did. And uh, yeah, it was, uh, LeBron James broke the news, I guess. Uh, he It was on his barbershop show. Uh, they had had the governor in there, who, by the way, of course, that's the governor of California. The dude is like, looks like a movie star. Um, yeah. He looks like... He looks like a uh, Hollywood casting of a Hollywood governor uh, of California. But uh, he went on LeBron's show and signed the bill into law right there in the barbershop with him. And basically it allows for uh, student a- college athletes, NCAA athletes in the state of California to profit from their name and likeness, name, likeness, and image. Uh, NLI will be the abbreviation you might see a lot. Um which it's weird because it really doesn't mean anything right now because the NCA still is the governing body and that's fine. You can let people can do that. It's not illegal now. It's not, it's not an illegal thing like from a law perspective now to earn money at any point on your name and image and likeness. Um, but it's against NCA rules. So, you know, yeah, you can legally go do that now in California, but the NCAA is not going to let your team participate in the NCAA tournament. Uh, I mean, they're not going to recognize you as an eligible player. Um, it, it would be a mess. Like if, if somebody just deci- decided, somebody at like USC this year decided, okay, now this is a law, I'm going to do this. Uh, they wouldn't be eligible and neither would the team. Um, but it's sort of the first, maybe the first, salvo in a in what will be a long battle that i think ultimately the ncaa is going to lose um at some point they're already exploring how to do it uh, the ncaa is and they talked about that in their response but at some point they're going to have to give up the ghost on letting in some form or fashion letting athletes while in college um, make some money off their own image because right now the schools make all that money uh, the players get scholarships, but there's no question that star athletes, you know, Anthony Davis could have made a fortune while he was at Kentucky if he got a piece of his jersey sales and could do autograph signings. And um, that's what we're talking about when we talk about 
name like <clears throat> name image and likeness i think i said nli and nil i don't whatever nli um, is what you said yeah but uh you know this i think the hope is that you know many many states will follow suit and adopt this and kind of basically force the ncaa's hand and say we're all going to do this we're we're all going to make this officially legal and we're all going to encourage our college programs to to buck your system and what are you going to do about it because if everybody does it if all these if all these uh you know like for instance if like kentucky duke and north carolina all decided we're going to let our players do this it would change tomorrow. Yeah, but, but they have you, leverage. You, you, yeah, yeah. You just have to. You just have to get everybody on board. So, I think it's coming. The question is, how? What does that look like? When? I think it's within the next five years, probably sooner than that. Um, but I guess the question is, like, is this good? Uh, what do you think it should look like? I don't know. What? What is? I guess first of all, what is your take on? what happened today and if it if it comes to fruition where guys can profit is it good or bad i mean i'm i'm for it i'm for you know student athletes being able to to profit off of their likeness and name um but i think there are a lot of questions i think it's gonna it's it's such a complex problem that uh my my main kind of uh, at at surface level, worry about it. Uh, I don't know if worry is really the word. Would be my my main question about it would be once this floodgate opens, it just seems like you know there's a whenever you change the status quo, it just means that whatever whatever behind the scenes things that people have to do to gain an advantage, there's always going to be a, a black market in whatever situation it is. So. Uh, it's just going to, it's, it's like a virus. It's going to mutate and just change. But by opening this, I think it's just going to make it even more difficult. I think it's going to have a ripple effect down to the problems that they've already had in terms of just the, the ways, the complex ways that people have found to cheat. Uh, you know, if you open it up and say, Hey, it's, it's okay for you to, for players to, you know who's gonna who's gonna police the sort of the 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 machinations of of what causes a player endorsement to happen? You know they're gonna yeah. be able to do all these and all these businesses are so interconnected with the schools on on a on a behind the scenes back room you know back alley yeah. good old boy network way that that uh, I, I think that it's just a wild west. I think that all yeah, the things that the already. NCAA is it is, but it's like dude once it. Once it goes to this, and I'm not saying that I have a problem with this personally. I'm just saying the headache that it's going to cause. I think it's going to take longer than five years. Like I feel like this is going to be a long, long process. Uh, uh, See, just, I think. Yeah. Look, here, here's the here's the, what I say. It's a mess now. People don't want to admit how big a mess it is. It's a mess now, and the like the basketball scandal has shined a little bit of a light on that. It's a mess. Okay, it can't be any bigger of a mess than it is now. And the idea that like. Well, what if the boosters decide they're going to sign Anthony Davis to a million-dollar endorsement deal? Well, good for him. And also, so you're telling me that the power schools with the big, biggest fan bases and the biggest donors are going to get all the best players? Guess what happens now? Like, yeah. No, Alabama's you don't boosters confuse are, me. No, no, don't I'm just saying. Me. This, I'm not saying more, I have a problem this, with it. No, I'm no. just saying... This is more to the like the general audience or, or, the, or the folks who are like so against this, like, well, it'll just change the spirit. You have anyone who's like this will just this ruin this takes away what makes college athletics. You have a you 
don't really know what's happening then, or you're not willing to accept it. Like, there's no purity. Not to be mean, but there's no purity in college. Yeah, there's no purity in college. No purity in college athletics right now. Um, And so this is just a like. How about we do it above board? Like wherever, like you can hate it, but at least it's out there in the open. Like we, you know. Uh, Joe Kraft decides that uh, Ant- the Anthony Davis coal train is worth you know four, <laughs> you know four yeah. million dollars. Well, tough tough shit. I mean, is what I say. Like you know what I mean? Like Alabama. The Jonathan Kaminga <laughs> special at at uh, Jeff Ruby's. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, what do you? Uh, so what? I mean, so that so now Kentucky will get really good players. <laughs> well, man, yeah. uh, like Alabama's boosters are going to buy you know the you know the twenty five best you know players in the region every year. <laughs> well, guess what? Uh, you know, they, it's not going to change the it's not going to change the balance of power. It's not going to change the purity of the sport. It's just going to put no. things on, on on the table. It'll and and. And also, um, it gives some guys some earning power that, like, there. In not every case does a guy who could make millions as a pro does he actually. You could get hurt. You know, any number of things happen. That yeah, sure. Wait your turn when you're when it's time to go. Well, it doesn't always work out that way. But like while he's in the middle of it, before he gets hurt or before something goes wrong with his career or he gets drafted to the wrong place and it's a bad fit and his offensive line gets him killed or whatever. While he's in that moment at your school, he's worth something. Let him make it then. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the one of the biggest launching pads of, you know, of Calipari and one and done was him advising Dewan Wagner, you have to leave. And if he hadn't advised him to do that, he got sick. Like and his career was over within a couple years as a pro, if he'd stayed at Memphis, he might've hardly made any money. Uh, I think he ended up, I think he ended up making like 10 or $15 million. He wouldn't made almost nothing. Um, if he'd waited, I mean, it could have, he could have made nothing at all. Um, and so we we gotta, we gotta take a break. We're way long. Let's take a break and we'll come back and you can wrap it up. So you were talking about Dewan Wagner and Cal. Yeah, sort of, yeah. yeah. I mean, I just my point is, I think it's fair to let these guys earn something um, on their own name. It's and 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 the real distinction, and we'll leave it at that. The real distinction here is this isn't pay for play. This isn't nobody at the university has to pay these guys. It doesn't cost the school anything. It doesn't cost. This is not paying them. This is letting them earn based on what they're worth, and the market will decide that. You asked me off the air, like, will will uh, uh, female athletes get kind of hosed in this? Like, is any are they going to make money? Well, the, I think some stars will, and the rest won't. And that's that. All they can ask for is the opportunity to uh, equal opportunity to go out and if their were if their name and image and likeness are worth advertising dollars, they will get that money. Um, and yeah. the sa- same thing, like the star athletes are going to get a bunch, and the non-star athletes are not. Uh, and it'll sort of, I think it'll sort of sort itself out. Um, we were going to have some fun with uh, uh, what what would be the most fun uh, endorsement deals would have been for uh, Kentucky guys under Calipari, but I think we'll skip that. <laughs> Maybe we'll talk about it in the next uh, episode because I do. Yeah, yeah, we should totally do that. Yeah, yeah. But I want to talk, uh, let you talk about your awesome personal professional news. 
Well, yeah, I had uh, I had a little bit uh, of news today. Um, I announced today that I'm going to be joining the Ringer full time. So uh, I've been working with them. You know, last fall they they hit me up, and uh, I just kind of took what I'd been doing on my website to their website. I uh, just dropped it like a like a crane, and uh, the response to it has been positive, largely, and uh, so. We're teaming up, and I'm going to be going to work for uh, for them. So what that means, I don't know why I have such a hard time talking about it. I was telling you, I think I just have a hard time. Um, I'm really anti-fuss, like just hardcore anti-fuss. Like I just really don't like for people to make a fuss about me. Like I enjoy, I enjoy the notes people send <laughs> and things like that. I'm really terrible. I'm just being honest with people. I'm really terrible at taking compliments. And I'm really ter- like on my birthday, I'm definitely one of those people where they're like, what's your birthday? I'm like, never going to tell you because I don't want you to say, <laughs> I don't want you to sing happy birthday to me. So anyway, uh, I'm just, uh, I guess what I'm getting at is I'm not going to be able to do the pod anymore just to be, to be blunt. I'm going to be able what? to do it for. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you could have told me this off air. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to be doing, um, you know, we 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 started under under one set of uh, uh, understand one understanding, and that's evolved and changed. So I'm I'm not going to be able to do it anymore. But I'm going to be you know I'm still around. Uh, I'll I'll be able to jump on and guest on things and things like that too. But uh, also we're going to be doing it for just a, a couple more weeks. Probably I don't know how long it'll like equal out to, but I, it's not going to be immediate. But I'm going to be transitioning out of that. So. Yeah, but I'm excited. It's going to be really fun doing video stuff for the ringer. Yeah, so give everybody good news and then a reason for everybody listening to hate your good news. Good job. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's awesome news. I, I'm uh, I'm super bummed about like the – because this has been really fun and I think people have enjoyed uh, us sort of having some fun on this podcast together. But uh, Well, I people been, are getting to know me too and, yeah. and it, I do I, – I hate to have to eject so quickly but um, – you know, it's been fun. The notes that we've gotten lately from people have been really nice, and we appreciate yeah. those. And yeah. call us call this the Rick Patino of podcasting. <laughs> where, where was that? I didn't see that. No, I called it that just now. Oh, uh, oh, right. Patino. Okay, yeah. I got gotcha. you. Wow, yeah. what a scoundrel Eject, you are! Ejecting so quickly. Um, the uh, Jesus, ooh, yeah. I'm, <laughs> we're gonna. We are gonna miss you. Uh, we're not done yet, but uh, it's it, that part of it's a bummer. But this is a this is awesome news. I've been rooting for it for a while, and and sort of talking to you as this process has gone on. For people who have uh, not fully gotten to know Kyle, uh, his story is pretty awesome and amazing to me. Uh, just basically made his own thing, uh, completely shifted career gears out of like wasn't doing anything like this at all, <laughs> right? Coming out of school and uh, for several years as a professional and uh, you, you like made your own thing and it was awesome. So to, for, to have like a, a giant like the ringer and really honestly, like as a company, the perfect fit for what you do, sort of the vibe of it. Uh, Bunch of hipsters that. over there. Yeah. yeah. For, to, have, to see them <laughs> recognize it and like, you know, that, that's pretty amazing and I'm, I'm proud for you and excited for you. So uh, Kyle does awesome stuff. And speaking of, we've got a couple minutes here. This is this is still going to feature every now and then quite a bit of cool Kentucky stuff, and you have some of that today uh, if you want to 
to make that pitch to people. Oh, yeah. Well, I put out a video today about the Oklahoma City Thunder. Big Kentucky presence on the Oklahoma City Thunder, whether it be directly or just sort of uh, indirectly. Um, you know, the Clippers traded Shea Gilgis, uh, Gilgis Alexander to the Thunder this summer in a big blockbuster deal uh, for Paul George. And uh, he's basically... By what I can tell, I mean, uh, I don't think that Chris Paul is going to be in the long-term plans for the Thunder, but Shea is sort of the the future and the face and kind of stepping in in, in the uh, the wake of the Russell Westbrook era, and uh, he's going to be the focus for them. Uh, they still also have Hamadou Diallo and uh, Nerlens Noel as well, uh, and the coach is a guy that Kentucky fans know, obviously, Billy Donovan, but that video, I just kind of talk about what I think Shea's ceiling is, if you've been listening to this show, you know that I think a lot of Shea. Um, I said that I think he could end up being as good or better than De'Aaron Fox. Um, he's he's a player uh, and, and, a, and a likable kid. So I, I, it's been fun to interact with OKC fans and sort of uh, taking what I know about Shea, what we all know about Shea, and just seeing them discover it. And that's sort of a fun thing that I enjoy about um, cover having my foot in both worlds with the NBA is just seeing them discover things about players. Like it's been fun to watch like Miami fans discover how fun Tyler Hero is. You know, not yes. like we had him forever, but it's been pretty hilarious <laughs> just to see all that unfold. Yeah, yeah. Every, you know, a lot of happens with a lot of these Kentucky guys that aren't the maybe the super superstar while they're here, um, and. and we gotta we gotta go, but one thing I would say go go watch that video, Kyle's video on the Ringer about the Thunder. There is a lot of Shea talk, and the one that's really the part that's really interesting to me. We maybe we've mentioned it on this pod. I know we have talking to each other how disruptive he can be because he's a six six guard with a seven crazy seven foot wingspan, and he's just really malleable and can bend and contort and squeeze through tight spaces. You can't really screen him, and watching you show clips of that and talk about it is uh, really revealing. I mean, he could he could be an elite NBA defender, and he's a pretty damn good offensive player too. So, a lot to absolutely watch yeah. and adore about uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander. And to remember, he was the seventh best rated recruit in Kentucky's freshman class two years ago. Yep. 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 So anyway, yeah. So, so we'll, uh, we'll be with you. I'll be with you for a little while longer here and into, into basketball territory a little bit more too. And that'll be fun. And, uh, yeah, I won't be a stranger. Don't worry about it. So uh, for uh, for Kyle Tucker, follow him at, at Kyle Tucker underscore ATH. I'm at J Kyle Man. He's going to be doing the media day thing, and we'll come right back at you with that. And uh, we'll we'll see you we'll see you next time. Later. You are locked on Kentucky. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or tell Alexa or Google to play podcasts locked on. Don't worry, I won't finish. You get the idea.